Welcome to the AAA NFT podcast, all about affordable NFTs, bringing you from zero to 60 in the non-fungible token world without breaking the bank. With your hosts, Andrew, aka Rantum, and George from Mostly Stable on Zed Run, who will help you navigate new projects, interview expert guests, and explore NFT trends. So whether you're on your first or 50th NFT, we're going to have something for you. And as a quick note, we are not, I repeat, not financial advisors and nothing in this podcast should be taken as investment advice. Alrighty, disclaimer over, let's get to it. Today on All About Affordable NFTs, we're talking about if Instagram, the Instagram news of pulling on NFTs is actually really big news that may have been overshadowed by the hurricane of crypto news last week. And also, in other news, the team is still trying to buy a Solana NFT. We'll see. We may have just hidden across some significant congestion. In the news, though, there's a big one. Andrew, you want to share this one? What do we have here, George? I am pulling it up. <laughs> I found one thing. The oh, boy. Just did That's right. Chicken. That's right. They're yeah, I do like this one. I mean, they're using some new image recognition capabilities to try to detect if uh, these are if images that are uploaded for new NFTs already exist with their original images. So they're trying to add something there. Um, I don't know. They seem to, they seem to know that there's some issues with, with authentication and everything, but you know, I think they could still be doing more to, to protect users. You know, every day I do see things that go, <laughs> that get sold that are just named something, but maybe minted on Rarible or minted on OpenSea and they're new. You know, whatever the new hot collection is, you know, Yuga land number 1872, and it looks like it's in great price. And every day you see somebody falling for it and, you know, glad they're doing something to detect these. You know, I think there's a lot that needs to be done to make it safer and I'm glad they are taking action here in some way. Yeah. I mean, the, the article title says, this, it says finally does something, you know, we've dedicated a lot of podcast time to saying. And be careful about the name because there are fakes out there. As soon as anything takes off, it's just rife with just fakes and scams. So I think this is a net positive of making things uh, safer for new buyers that are, are waiting out there and not have their first experience being. Well, yeah, I'd, I'd actually like to test. I wouldn't mind testing this out sometime. Just go try to upload an NFT that you already own, you know, download an image and try to upload it and see what happens. It'd be, uh, I hope that it would catch it. And if not, I'm, you know, here's what I'll say. Don't use your real wallet. If you do that, yeah, don't, right. you don't want ransom to get flat. That's right. Yeah. You're like, yeah, you don't want to get your NFT flagged either. Cause that has happened to, well, I've seen that to NFTs and you can come across them that you buy somewhere else and then come to, to open C and realize that it's flagged and have the same issue. All right. Well, anyway, let's, so we don't have any other headlines. We're a little short on our headlines today. Yeah. I will say one other headline to talk about real quick is just like VCon going on and it's supposed to be a pretty massive, you know, when this came out, I guess this is like reporting pre post after the fact, but VCon, uh, a massive NFT. We were conference. not there. Someone did reach out. I, I mentioned that, um, unfortunately we couldn't get to that one. At least one of us, I will be at NFT NYC. So if you're going to be around there, of course, let us know, reach out, hop into Discord. It'd be great to uh, to meet some listeners and we'll see if we can drag George out. Yeah, I'll have to be convinced in the 
in the old discord and then I'll, I'll have come up with some excuses, but you know, if you get on him. So what I'll say is that with regard to VCon, it's an impressive list of speakers. And so I'd encourage you if you're looking around for like kind of who's who right now as an artist, like this is an impressive list. So it's, if you're not going, which most of us are not going because that's, you know, just the cost of entry here, a great opportunity to get familiar with the different types of artists that are, that are out there and, you know, keep in mind some of these may be hype, but some of these are very legit. And there may also be some alpha hidden here. I was trying to look around and I, I may have bought an extra Fuo, Fuo world as a result of seeing that uh, Fuocious was going to be uh, one of these like headliners at talking. So yeah, I, and I guess Fuo holders actually get to meet or do a paint session, it looks like. So I think that's a really cool thing. I know he's done that at NFT LA and at other events. So I, it's a big part of his whole artist experience is, you know, getting to meet fans and paint with them. So I, I think that's a cool thing. And I hope that, hope that I can meet him someday as a holder as well. Yeah, that's right. Again, if you're going to get into that one, I'd say look at the doodle count and then look at the paint count. So you can like, you can snipe some of these, like people seem to be posting them sometimes. Yeah. Incorrectly. There's some, there's some, there's some good opportunities. For I was also uh, trying to do a little backdoor into uh, nifty. Because uh, these actually started on Nifty Gateway, so there's a secondary marketplace essentially, and so prices don't always overlap or match. So there's a there's an opportunity to maybe snipe something. I didn't see anything that was there, but doesn't mean it's not there. Okay, all right. Well, is the Instagram news actually big news? What do you say, Andrew? Perhaps it's definitely overshadowed. I think it's it's been overshadowed. You know, there's a lot going on. It's there's a big there's big potential here. I did, we did mention they chose to go with Matic, which I think is good for the Matic token and really good for what Instagram is trying to do in the sense that they have literally billions of users and to be able to service that many people, they're going to need a cheap, fast transaction layer that Polygon can provide. So I think that's good. You know, I don't know how much it's going to do to onboard users. It is a, you know, it's a small way. So, you know, there's, there's definitely opportunities here. The Polygon team has spoken very, very optimistically about this partnership and what, and seem to hint at some things that Instagram may be doing that, that aren't being uh, talked about quite yet. This is from the, uh, the Banquist podcast that was, that aired just recently with some of the, with some of the Polygon team discussing this, this new partnership with Instagram. So I think there's, you know, there's something here. I also think that, you know, I don't know if we know that there's a lot of backlash to NFTs, especially from, you know, I, I guess from, from other social networks, non uh, Twitter social networks. So I am a little dubious about how much adoption we're going to see versus pushback, especially between the combination of NFT many NFT people not being, um, so welcoming to Facebook, Meta, Instagram, and sort of vice versa the other way with that crowd, not being so welcoming towards NFTs. There's some barriers to break down here. And I think it's, it's not gonna, I don't know. It's, it's, I don't think it's great for the, for the NFT ecosystem as we know it right now, but it still could provide a big catalyst to bring new people. Yeah, I think it's one of those 
kind of also ran headlines. And I always try to look back and say, like, the most important thing was probably not what was on the front page, but like the second page. And I was like, wait a minute. In a normal ecosystem, I'd be saying something impressive that like, guess what? You know, we're talking about like more than a billion, you know, monthly active users and even more than that 2.8 billion overall network, whatever you want to measure. It's just like a lot more exposure to NFTs. And I think the thing that got me excited about this integration is it's much more than just, hey, cool, here's my picture. There's real talks about potential opportunity to transfer and, and actually transact on the platform in a much deeper way than just the Twitter, like, okay, here's a hexagon for your icon, right? It, it's just, it seems to be a much more serious approach and hearing them add, on the Matic team talk about that. And they're going to be pulling in other platforms as well. You know, they said like, you know, on the roadmap is pulling in, you know, Solana and others, I think. But it's a, I'm, I'm no longer going to say, and then everybody came. This is going to be a low slow bill and so you know any any sort of engine there one sort of speculative because i can't i can't stop myself from like ooh potential second order effect that i dropped in our discord is the you know the fact that one of the hug pass creators the hug pass creator and founder happens to uh be the related you know zuckerberg of mike zuckerberg right his sister's running that project and i don't no, you can't technically say it, but she knows a few people at Instagram. So there might be some inside track for the way that they are able to roll out and leverage uh, a new platform like that. And again, that was a past featured project of our affordable project of ours. So I, I picked up a full disclosure. I picked up a left and right uh, on that one to, to make a matching. Yeah, it's interesting. I think you're right in saying that we're not going to see a sudden wave of people right now. It's more like giving a lot of people kind of the ability to, to kind of experience NFTs in their own way. And we've seen that there's so many different ways that people can get interested and, you know, whether it be through, you know, we've seen plenty of people come in through Topshop. We've seen people come in through, you know, board ape collectibles. We've seen people, you know, coming in through art. We've seen, you know, we've seen a lot of different things that are bringing people in, you know, there is a real potential for Instagram to sort of introduce people in a way that we're not thinking about it quite yet. And certainly Twitter isn't thinking about quite yet. I mean, Twitter right now, it's, if you're already into it, you could show it off by having a hexagon. There's not a ton of other features. And I find that, I find that sort of odd that they're promoting the, the hexagon over the fact that they, you know, they do provide some, some ad free features, but that's not the main focus. You can see that they're trying to make a push with NFTs and don't really know what to do with it. I think that there's a lot more potential and it seems like they're trying to integrate much more than just a surface level. They're trying to make this part of the actions that people are doing. And, you know, we know that Facebook is very good at putting little actions into the, into their product. And, you know, I imagine that we're going to see that same sort of thing play out with how they introduce NFTs here. I mean, also there's a massive artist community, a lot of the following for NFTs are being built up on Instagram because it's a picture first visual medium, unlike Twitter, which is not a picture first visual medium. Right. So yeah. I'm a little more optimistic in that, that sense that these artists are able and will be able to promote and interact and push these NFTs as part of their game a lot more effectively. And if it's Good point. one click away there, like I think there's maybe a better match than Twitter, frankly. 
uh, on this medium. Yeah. I mean, we know that a lot of artists have big followings there and it's just, I think NFT Twitter, you know, really spawned out of crypto Twitter, which didn't need images. And, you know, we still see that Twitter is mostly non-image and when it is images, it seems to be memes and, you know, various gifts, not art generally. So I think there is a real opportunity. There's, you know, we've seen that Coinbase tried to introduce somewhat of a social, social feature with, with NFTs and, you know, I don't know, sort of fail on both fronts. And I think, I think Facebook, I mean, I know that Facebook certainly understands that there's such a social layer to commerce and they get that part. And I think they are looking at layering in, you know, layering in NFTs on top of this social, these social interactions they already know happen on their platforms. Yeah. But again, low, slow build. But it made me optimistic and it's exciting and it may mean that there is a less of a trough and it makes me feel better I mean, and less, less of a winter, not as long a winter of where it's going. And that as I continue to buy more of these NFTs in a funny, funny market, that there is a definite future use case uh, for them, whether or not we're choosing the right ones is yet to be seen. But I think that was really big news and deserved, I think, a bit more air than we gave it. Yeah, I think that's good. I'm glad we got to discuss that a bit more, George. Yep. And remember, none of this financial advice. We're talking about speculating on speculating. And the two of us can't even buy a soul on NFT. My transaction still pending. Days. Days on end now, George. Yeah, but at least it's not as secure as Ethereum. Wait a minute. This has been an episode of the AAA NFT podcast, all about affordable NFTs. The episode notes and resources may be found at 3ANFT.com in our show notes. Again, 3ANFT.com. And that reminder, don't bet what you can't afford to lose. Remember, we are not financial advisors and nothing in this podcast should be taken as investment advice. Thanks for joining us. I hope you learned something.